Welcome to the Void Podcast. This podcast is produced by Void LLC and presented by Sean McKnight and Jenny Miller. We hope you enjoy this episode of Void. Episode 11. Previously on Void, Jonas was running towards the caves in an effort to save his own life. Along the way, he found that Nova and Gerald had left a crate for him with supplies to aid his survival. He also stumbled upon the body of revolt leader Alton Fisk. The Council and Colonel Harlow discussed the effectiveness of the gas they're using on the colony population and their plans for the future. And at the end of the last episode, Jonas not only found the caves, but also discovered he wasn't alone. Council business. I'd like to come in. Sure. I see you've been drinking, Dr. Daniels. I enjoy a cocktail now and then. This early? Well, that's not your concern, Colonel Harlow. Now, can you please tell me why you're here? All council matters are my concern, Dr. Daniels, including the mind state of the people the council works with. Are you drunk? Uh, No, I'm not. Again, why are you here? I'm here to inform you that the Council is generally not very happy with the progress that's been made with the uranium project you're working on. Oh, I see. So you are here to intimidate me. Let's just say I'm here to provide some motivation. A sluggard's appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. Uh... Proverbs 13.4 Oh, I'm not up on Bible verses. You really should read the good book, Dr. Daniels. It's full of motivational passages. Another favorite is, Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. Proverbs 12, 24. Are you threatening to push me into forced labor because you think I'm lazy? Whatever it takes to fulfill the will of the council is what I'm prepared to do. And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Ephesians 5, 18. Well, I don't drink wine, so I guess I'm okay there. What are you drinking, Dr. Daniels? Not wine. And before you continue quoting scripture, allow me to pass along some education to you. You know, uranium is not something we can just rush along to some end result. Also, I'm not an expert on the substance, but since I'm one of the few scientists that hasn't fled the planet for the space station, the Council asked me to work on this project, without much aid, I might add. And you seem to have accomplished nothing so far. That is not true. Before Dr. Aldridge was banished, we were able to draw enough energy to power an entire tier. How is that progress? Baby steps, Colonel Harlow. Baby steps. We have to weigh, measure, and adjust as we go. We can't get to the finish line unless we're willing to run the entire race. If we rush this process in particular, we're creating unstable agents that could trigger an explosion that would wipe us all out. If you really want to rush the process, we can, but that's a risk we'll be subjecting ourselves to. Working with uranium is anything but simple and very dangerous. There's also the fact that our technology is limited without a lot of options available. 
the equipment on the space station is much more suited to... Stop mentioning those godless heathens on the space station. They are not our concern. Of course. My point is that we really don't have the proper equipment or personnel we really need. So we're doing our best trying to work around our limitations. The Council isn't interested in excuses. These aren't excuses, Colonel. They're facts. Something the Council isn't particularly interested in either. Watch your tone, Dr. Daniels. I would hate to see you suffer the same fate as your friend, Mr. Aldridge. Dr. Aldridge, you should know that threats really don't motivate me, Colonel. No? I guess it depends on the threat, doesn't it? Maybe my squad and I will pay you a more extensive visit next time, and we'll just see where you're getting your alcohol resources. And perhaps we'll pay more attention to your friends like Ms. Bayflower as well. Torture is another form of motivation I've found effective. That's nice. Are, are we done here? For now. I might be back for another visit very soon. We'll see. Thoughts and prayers. Oh shit, now what? Hi, Nova. Come in. You should have stopped by earlier. You could have enjoyed some of Colonel Harlow's special brand of intimidation. Harlow was here? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Wouldn't be the first time the Council grew impatient over a project. The uranium thing? Yeah, the Council's in a hurry to use it to power everything they can think of, and so far we've only managed to power a tier. That sounds like progress. It is. That's the problem. I didn't want to achieve that so soon. We, we sort of stumbled on it while running a test, and now I'm doing whatever I can to stall. You're sabotaging. Not sabotage, stalling. I don't want to hand over the nuclear power to a bunch of religious zealots so they can blow up people that they disagree with. So she was here trying to get you to move faster. Exactly. This time it was just foreplay. Next time, I imagine things will move to the main event. Well, you better show them something. There's another real problem. I, I don't have many people to help me. There are two assistants, and I use one scientist, and I lean on to help consult, but that's all I have at my disposal. Didn't many of them flee to the space station? Yeah, we estimated something around 80%. I heard rumors. I mean, of abduction, like scientists disappearing. Those things were happening. Once it was decreed the Council was taking over, scientists began fearing persecution for belief in science over religion. Many of our colleagues began disappearing. Jonas and I, we stayed behind because we thought we could do more good here for the colony. But I guess the Council changed your feelings on that. Yeah, I'm afraid they did. Well, the space station is the reason I'm here. Oh? What's wrong, Nova? I have to tell you something about my experience. Okay. I've never been to the space station. What do you mean? I, I thought you had experience with... Yeah, I lied, okay? I needed the work. The truth is, I've logged three entire flights in low Earth orbit, and I've never been to the space station, much less have experience docking with it. Three flights? That That's all? Yeah, three. Which includes the test we just did. The mission is in two days. I know, okay. 
Jonas is coming back and will be sneaking into the stowaway, Nova. I know. What I don't know is what to do about it. Well, you're going to have to go through with the mission. I'm not sure I can handle it, Gerald. If you back out this close, the council will not take it lightly. They'll find a way to punish you and cast you aside as being useless to them. Mm. You're on their radar now, Nova. You're either useful to them or not. And if you're not... I don't want to know. Look, it's too late to find a new pilot. Another problem with canceling is that unless I can reach Jonas, he's risking coming back and getting caught for nothing. What about the communicator? Dead. He's radio silent. What does that mean? I mean, is he okay? I have no idea. This one's heavier than I thought. The suit he's wearing isn't helping. I really wish we could have just killed him. That would have been a lot easier. Let's get him to Mother. She'll figure out what to do with him. Greetings, Mother. Here he is. Thank you. Can you please try to wake him? He's still out, Mother. Wait a second. to stick spears in my face. We'll be the judges of that. What is your name? Dr. Jonas Aldridge. I'm from the colony. This is Mother. She is our leader. Hello, Mother. Greetings, Dr. Aldridge. What brings you to our caves? Refuge. I was just looking for a place to get out of the radiation. And why are you out in the open like this and not back in the colony? I was banished by the council. If you were banished, how is it that you have a radiation suit? I had help there. My friends planted this suit for me before I was put on the surface. I see. So you are, or were, loyal to the council? No, I'm loyal to the colony. I'm an environmental scientist who worked for the council because it was the only way to get access to resources and equipment. So you have no loyalty to the council. Doesn't that make you a traitor? I never bought into the politics. I'm just trying to do good for my fellow human beings. That's all. The only people that I'm loyal to are the ones that provided me with the suit. Now we all have another chance. What does that mean? The entire population of this planet is in grave danger. Just to be clear, Dr. Aldridge, I will suffer no fear-mongering. I intend none. It's only a matter of time now until the sun's rays kill all life on Earth. We have no atmosphere left. And if not from the heat rising, then from the radiation levels that are going to penetrate the planet to its very core. Hmm. Who else knows about this? Well, besides myself, just a a few others back at the colony. We tried to tell the council, but they described my work as heresy. How long? Five years, maybe. 
I'm not sure. So even the caves won't be able to shield us? No. I'm afraid not. I was wondering, could I ask you a question about the caves? I suppose. How is it that you've been able to survive here all this time without getting killed by the radiation? The sulfides, more specifically, are gentite in the walls of the cave. Silver? Yes. It has an excellent attenuation for blocking electromagnetic radiation. That makes sense. Wait a minute. How did you know that? I wasn't always known as Mother. Not all of your former colleagues fled the planet, Dr. Aldrich. Who are you? Who I was is not important. You mentioned something about another chance? Yes. My goal was to wait here until the day after tomorrow, and then sneak back into the colony. To what end? There's a shuttle leaving that day for the space station. The pilot and I are working together to get me on board as a stowaway, so I can go to the station with her. And then from there, we're going to put together a crew so we can seek out another home world for the population. Another planet? It's our only hope at this point, if we want to survive. So you're going to Europa, then? As a starting point, yes. You sure seem to have put some thought into this. I've dabbled with the idea. And what if that fails? If you can't get through the surface ice? Proxima B, maybe. I have no idea, really. Hmm. I've always wondered about that one. It's a long journey. Yes, I'm afraid it is. Your cause, while it may be futile, is also very noble and seemingly necessary. I, I don't know what else to do. I'm just trying to find a way for all of us to survive. Maybe we're not supposed to survive. Perhaps our time is up. You sound like my friend Gerald. He's a scientist and a skeptic, too. Yes. I am a skeptic, but also a survivor like the tribes that live here. How many live here? We have many. Much more than the colony knows. And as mother to the cave tribes, it's my calling to protect and provide a future for the members of those tribes and their families. And I would like to aid you in your task, Dr. Aldridge. Thank you. I'll take all the help I can get. Blessed day, Colonel. Blessed day, Council Seat Harris. May I issue my report? Please. I met with Dr. Daniels. His progress on the uranium project is the same, I'm afraid. No progress from his last report until now. That's a shame. I'm afraid we're displeased to hear that. I anticipated and conveyed the Council's disappointment. I followed up with some encouragement, but he seemed undeterred from his present course of action. He was rebellious towards you? To a degree. His attitude concerns me. If we don't strike an element of more fear in him, he may not produce the results you're seeking. The mentality he has could trigger more unruly actions and behaviors. Are you suggesting he could end up working for the revolt? Possibly. But with the leader dead, I mean, do they, do they still feel like they're a threat? We, we haven't had an incident since Fisk was banished. No, we haven't. 
However, my agents and I have discussed the possibility that perhaps the Revolt members have gone silent only temporarily while they seek a new leader. Oh, I thought all the Revolt scum were captured. Many of them, yes, but not all. From the prisoners we have in custody, we were able to extract the whereabouts of several of their cells and have dispatched them accordingly. But as far as we can tell, there are a number of Revolt sympathizers that are still at large. Do you think that Daniels is communicating with any of these vermin? No. We've indicated no sign of him having any communications or meetings with them. He doesn't seem to leave his residence much, if at all. And the only visitor he receives is that of the pilot, Miss Bayflower. No doubt they coordinate the shuttle launch. We suspect that as well. The visits seem relatively short between the two. And Miss Bayflower's activities? Nondescript. She isn't a concern at the moment. What do you recommend? I would like to bring Daniels in for more robust conditioning and encouragement. So you mean to elevate the process with a more strenuous approach? Precisely. We would like to remind you that Dr. Daniels is in the midst of several very important projects. And he cannot be delayed or hampered in any way that would be detrimental to his progress. Understood? To ease the Council's concern, I'd like to offer that my methods, while perhaps a bit more rigorous than usual, will not do any such damage that would interfere with his work. The desired effect will be quite the opposite, where he will be a new man with a new attitude after seeing the light. It's very encouraging to hear. You have our blessings, Colonel Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, dear Council. This episode of Void featured the voice talents of Sarah Lynn Dewey as Mother, Jason Hefner as Caver Number 2, Frank Jutnowitz as the narrator, Scott Langdon as Caver Number 1, Norma Chera as Council Seat Harris, Sean McKnight as Jonas Aldridge, Jenny Miller as Nova Bayflower, Mike Sutton as Gerald Daniels, and Amy Teresa as Mercy Harlow. The Void theme song, Equilibrium in Turbulence, was composed and produced by David Parsons from Avid Wolf Music. If you'd like to learn more about our podcast, please visit our website at void-podcast.com. <laughs>